Rocket, baby. High top. The west side of Cherry Hill. On a special edition. Yes, a special edition. Thursday afternoon. Speaking of sports. Daily, but special edition. That means, well, this will get posted tomorrow. Rich won't like this. But, you know, fully transparent, right? Can't have that kind of show. So this is Thursday afternoon, and you'll hear it tomorrow as if it was a morning show. But it's not. It's a Thursday afternoon show uh, on a couple special baseball topics that I thought we could we could kick around a little bit. Let's dive into a few things. Phils are off today. I think they need a break. Hopefully they're getting a lot of uh, batting and, and fielding uh, work in today because it's, well, we're not going to get negative. Then. Forget about all that, you know. Much needed. Let's just leave it at that. But I don't know if anybody happened to see or hear about or see the, the highlights of the game last night uh, in City Field. The, the Mets-Tampa uh, game was one for the ages. 8-7, uh, talk about come from behind. How about come from behind? Twice down three with two out home runs. Just crazy. I know the home run in the ninth was two outs. Uh, I'm not sure about the tenth. Yeah, I prepare all this stuff, and that's one always a detail once I get started. So, uh, anyway, we have an 8-7 game with 18 hits, 15 runs, 9 walks, a lot of pitches. Still played in 3 hours and 11 minutes. What a credit to the rule changes this game is. This was, uh, this has to be the best baseball game of the year. 30,000 people acting like 130,000 people in City Field. I'm not sure if how many people are still hanging around. So, if... Uh, I know we do have some New York. We have quite a few New York fans. So if somebody can uh, drop me a text at 609-828-5569 uh, and let me know what the um, capacity or attendance was like, I should say, at the extra innings. Uh, so we, you had a, a, a 2 nothing game at Toronto. So it was a boring game, right? Top of seven. Tied up 2-2, bottom seven by a call-up. Uh, from Triple A, Mark, you know, forget about it, Vietros, whatever, uh, making his season debut, 23-year-old, two-run homer. How cool was that? And you should hear the story attached to that with his family and what they did at the hotel. And that's a whole separate podcast. Of course, Toronto comes right back top of the eighth, 4-2. There's been runners thrown out of bases at the plate. Tampa, I said Toronto, check that, Tampa. Tampa stole uh, seven bases in the game, so that's absolutely crazy. So it's 5-2, top nine, Tampa. No hope with the uh, lifeless Mets mutts this year. But what do you know? Uh, bottom of the ninth with two outs, Francisco Alvarez, a call-up also, who was playing with Mark Vietros, whatever his name is, uh, hits a, a three-run homer to tie it at five. They go to the uh, top of ten, and Tampa takes a 7-5 lead on a lot of dramatic play. And then, lo and behold, if the Mets came back once, down three, you know they're not coming back a second time. But don't tell that to uh, caveman Pete Alonzo, who hits uh, exit Vila 112 with a sinus infection, a fever and a whole bit. Lord knows what he had. Gets out of sick bed and drills one, 15th time of the year to walk off at 8-7, and it was just an 
unbelievably bombastic night at City Field. By far the game of the year. Really impressed the, the way the Mets came back, of course, but uh, super impressed that they could do the whole thing in three hours and 11 minutes. Somehow last year this would have been four hours and, and 30 minutes, and I know that there were rule changes only discounted shortening game by 26 minutes or something like that, but there's no way last year this game gets played in three hours and 11 minutes or anywhere close to that. The new Mets uh, pitcher, you know, I don't have my speech therapist with me today or my interpreter, so let's have fun with this and call him uh, Cody Senga. That struck out 12, a bright spot for the Mets, to say the least. That's just a, a really nice, really nice win right there. I want to talk a little about the fiasco we saw uh, Monday night when the Yankees were playing Toronto. And uh, Judge was uh, at the plate, and the Yankees were up 6 nothing, And Judge was caught uh, by the TV uh, crew looking over to the Yankees' dugout. And the the Jays uh, broadcasters, Dan Shulman and uh, remember Bucky Martinez, right? They were making a pretty big deal out of Judge looking over as right before the pitch came in. I think it was a six pitch of the of the at bat, all sliders. And uh, the next pitch, uh, Judge hits uh, nine hundred feet to dead center. And it was really cool to watch a center fielder. All he did, he stayed flat footed. And just rotate it and looked at it. Did didn't move a foot. Talk about knowing off the bat. So, you know, all of a sudden there's all these accusations that the Yankees are cheating again out of the book of Houston. Uh, not the book of Mormons, but the book of of Houston. I'm not going to bring that up anymore. All they do is win since being accused, right? Yeah, they, they really needed to cheat. Talk about it over the top. So. Uh, Ends up being, and this is the cool part of the story. Well, if it's not cool, the judge hit one 900 feet because here's here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. I often talk about the the unbelievable skill of hitting a major league baseball, major league fastball. Sinker, slider, and don't forget the sweeper now. Um, So if you tip off to a major league hitter what the pitch is going to be, Chances are, you know, watch out because the ball's going to have exit velo, you know, of 112 miles an hour because they don't miss. That's why if you watch batting practice, in our case, we go to the Citizens Bank Park and the Diamond Club, and the tunnels are right below you. And there's a few things cooler if you like baseball than watching BP where, you know, they're, they're zipping them in pretty good. I think the BP speed is... 80, 75, 80. And of course they're, you know, they're not the full distance, but to watch 12 consecutive line drives go past the net and hit the, uh, the back uh, padding and make it like a shotgun noise. There's a few things more impressive because what you say to yourself is how can the hitters not miss? How can he barrel perfectly? It's mechanical looking like it's fed into a machine and it happens off a trigger device. Uh, it, it's just hydraulic looking is the best description. And the swing, how perfect. And it's just a pop and barrel and poof on the back. And they do it every time because that's what a professional hitter does. You know, he's a professional hitter. 
And to get to that skill level, man, is that so cool? Well, tell Judge what's coming, and it, and it lands 400, technically, why well, I hate the facts, 462 feet away in dead center field. It looked further than that. I, I have this eye test I give home runs. Let me tell you what, this thing looked a lot further than 462. In Yankee Stadium, this would have been in the VIP seats of the Babe Ruth Rush Steakhouse. There's no such thing. Uh, this was really blasted. So the talk went on about him cheating, and then we find out that Yankees first base coach, Travis Chapman, I got that name right, was uh, stealing signals from the pitcher, Jay Jackson, who was uh, sent back to AAA right after the game. He made a few comments about, hey, you know what? If he got me, he got me. I'm glad he hit it that far. Oh, really? Yeah, that'll probably get you back on the bus, you know, back to AAA. So, uh, but nice job. This is what happens in the game. We, we don't, let's give credit where it's due. You know, when I played high school, and I know you don't want to hear that story, but if anybody uh, listening to the podcast played baseball for Camden Catholic, Wilder Wilson, because this happened against Wilder Wilson, Joe Corby was a hell of a coach, notably known, or known for football more than, than baseball. He used to sit on a bucket, and for three years I picked him clean of the one and the two he would flash with the with the batting helmet on, on the bucket with the, with the windbreaker, and I would tip uh, the signals to the Cam Catholic lineup. We needed to do that when I was a junior because the pitcher's name Mike Roccobaldo. So if anybody listening knows Mike Roccobaldo, be sure to send him the podcast because I'm about to pay him a hell of a compliment. Mike was a terrific 1,000-point scorer for Wilder Wilson State Championship team. I think that was 69. Okay, I'm dead. I'm probably wrong on that. But also a pitcher that got drafted in baseball. I think he was 6'8". It looked like he was 7'5". And a flamethrower. He threw 92 in high school. And that's quick back in high school. Balls hiss with this with this intimidating mustache. He just looked the role. He looked like he was there to beat you up. And we needed help against him. So we were able to get the signals for, off of Corby. And uh, and it helped. Stealing signals is allowed. There's nothing wrong with that if you do it artfully. Now, the controversy the other night was Travis Chapman out of the box, slow up counter. I can't believe we're up to 11 minutes. Stop. And, yeah, of course coaches are out of the box. You don't think any coach that's worth his salt coaches from inside the box. A guy's coming around third. Coach is going to stay in the box? My Lord, you have to drop down 30 feet to get a better read and, and, and put the stop sign up. Uh, well, anyway, Jackson, the pitcher, was tipping off the pitches. Uh, I won't get into the technical aspects of what he was doing. I do have him here in my notes. You probably would enjoy him, but I'm running out of time. Uh, but anyway, when he was bringing his, his hands up, he was doing different things on different pitches and his grip. And, uh, and damn, major league coaches pick up on that crap, and they relay it, and you see what happens. You know, he hits a ball 460 feet. It's kind of cool that there's that art and science of the game that doesn't get talked about a lot. And there was all this controversy about were they cheating with the, you know electronic devices or videos, and everybody was sure that they were, but they weren't. But it goes on in baseball, and the sm smart teams, savvy teams, pick up the signals. They find ways, and they relay them. And hitters are better when they know it's being pitched. They won't swing through too many pitches when they know it's coming. I don't care what the pitcher's best pitch is. If you know it's coming, they're going to hit it. So that was a, that was a really cool situation. Uh, and, of course, the next night, the Yankee pitcher 
which I have to really fly through. Uh, Domingo, Germain, German uh, had illegal stuff like the ninth time this year. Never let the facts get away of a good story. And he's suspended. And uh, so, you know, now they're really cheaters because Judge must have cheated the night before. If his pitcher cheated next night, and that controversy went on to the point where the next night the um, the manager uh, was yelling uh, at, from the dugout to, uh, to a fat boy get back in the box, and, and they carried that whole thing. If you like baseball drama, it was it was good baseball drama. That was John uh, Schneider, the Blue Jays manager. And they had a lot of fun with that. I want to call your attention before I run out of time. I think the, the, the special midday show should be 25 minutes. Baltimore Orioles relief pitcher. Thank you, Tommy, for bringing us to my attention, for being a very loyal listener, Tommy. Yennefer Cano. I'm, th- I'm pretty safe with Cano. 29. Big boy, 6'4", 245. I think he's maybe a linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens, right? Uh, right R over R, right, right, right-handed uh, pitcher and a batter from Cuba. And uh, with a war already of 2-0, keep in mind, Kyle Schwarber, you didn't think I could do a show without Schwarber. He won't get there for the year, even if he hits 46 home runs. ERA, 0.00. Through 17 games and 21.2 innings pitched, 25 Ks. Not a big strikeout pitcher because he's not known for his uh, heater. He throws a very filthy slider sink, uh, so he's not big on strikeouts. Four hits he's given up. Remember, 21 innings pitched. Goose egg runs, goose egg home runs, goose egg walks. Now that's rare right there. Uh, Whip. Uh, 0.185. How about you? Hits per nine, the lowest I've ever seen for a 20 inning uh, pitcher, 1.7. That's gaudy. And uh, K per nine, as I said, he's not really a strikeout pitcher, but not bad, 10.5. This guy, the last three years, 11.50 ERA, 9.22, 18.69 for the Orioles. They get him in camp, and the pitching coaches, uh, I think it's Darren. Holmes, they shouldn't write so fast. And uh, something Holt, probably Chaz, Chris Holt, uh, changed his form. Well, pitchy coaches, uh, I'd like, I'm here to inform you that I think it's working with Mr. Cano. Why do I bring it up? Not only are the numbers ridiculous, and we love to uh, feature ridiculous in this podcast, but again, the art and science of the game. Notable that pitching coaches in camp change his form, work with his grip and his rotation, spin all that stuff, and look at the results. Now, let's follow him throughout the course of the season. We're one quarter of the way over, and let's see where he ends up. But for right now, I think an ERA of 0.00 ain't bad to start, right? Let's see what happens after that. All right, I'm bummed out. We're out of time on a special edition. It was fun. Phillies come back Friday with the Cubbies. We will be back on Monday with a the regular show, the 45-minute show that always goes to an hour. We'll probably have Bella or Charlie back on Monday, and we will continue to do a show every Monday. We're not positive the schedule for the daily show. We're having all kinds of interruptions between electronic problems, timing problems, my health Legs getting started for those of you who know me. Business is booming over at Grimley 
Um, we have a lot of mornings of things going on, and logistics are difficult. But at worst, what we'll do are special edition weekday shows. That's at worst. For now, we're going to try to keep it through the month on the Daily Show, which I personally enjoy the heck out of. So thanks for being a great uh, audience, a growing audience. We had a record record viewers and listeners last week and record unique listeners last week. How do you remember to say all this if you don't write it down uh, or have a co-pilot with you? Man, do I miss my, the whiz. Anyway, that's it. That's a wrap, and we will see you all uh, Monday. Uh, go Phillies. Let's pick up a, a, a few wins. And let's start playing some baseball that makes sense. Let's start getting some key hits. Looked at other teams. Nobody, nobody in baseball is two for 42 with running the scoring position. All right. God bless everybody over and out. Take care.